Welcome to the Born Unbreakable Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. From lost trauma, disappointments, and devastation to healing hope and betterment, what has grounded me is my unbreakable spirit. We all have that spirit within us. Every week, I'm here to inspire you with stories of perseverance and growth. My mission is to help you crush self-limiting beliefs and to be unapologetically you. You are your only limit, so take action today. Let your unbreakable ride begin now. This episode is brought to you by Brossery. More than just bra straps, the accessory I love. With styles from dainty to daring, you will too. Click the link in the description or go to brossery.com and use promo code BUSHIP to get free shipping on your order today. Welcome everyone back to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I've been looking forward to this day because I'm interviewing for the first time a guest all the way from the Philippines and also for the first time somebody who comes from an industry that I think is so fascinating, which is pageantry. And so today I have with me Mafe Yunan Belasco, who is known for many things in the pageant industry, um, very notably Miss World Philippines of 2003. Um, but actually you've been doing pageantry for over you've been in this industry for over 20 years which i think is amazing um, mafe is also the personality development director for miss world philippines 2021 so that's this year and pageant director of kumu global pageants on the number one live streaming app on the philip of the philippines and she's the owner of mafe management consultancy which was founded in 2015 and she manages talents she spearheads pr and marketing content creation events management online show production and social media management for companies and individuals all over the world on top of all of that she <laughs> is a certified life and personality development coach and motivator she owns a sports academy because all of what I just said was isn't enough that's called Belasco unlimited and she was also awarded a hundred in the 100 most influential Filipino women on LinkedIn in 2021. And this is just so we can get on with it because there's probably like 52 other things I could say. The last thing I'll mention is she's also Australia region head for Kumu. So all having said all of that, Mafe, welcome to the show. I thank you. I mean, like I told you earlier offline, you know, there's so many chapters in my life and I think it just goes to show that I'm just grateful for opportunities and blessings and I can't, I don't waste time. <laughs> pretty yeah, much. Yeah. I, was, I was sitting here going, oh my gosh, I'm sweating to going to talk to you because there's just, you know, it's, it's such an honor to be and a blessing to be able to talk with some somebody that is so accomplished that has done so many amazing things in the world. And I think uh, is just really inspiring to women in a variety of ways, not not just because you're a very independent, ambitious woman, but you're also a mom and you stand for so many things that I think um, make us feel 
um, empowered as entrepreneurs and change makers in the world. So, but I have to start out by asking you, how did you get on this journey right. um, into pageantry? I know one of the the first uh, awards that you got was back in 1998. So you're yes. you're no you're a pretty seasoned <laughs> veteran in this. So t tell me about that journey. Well, what's crazy is you did your research because that's something that I really kind of put in the in the closet. But um, extremely proud of the journey because of my parents. You know, I we I come from humble beginnings. I was born in the Philippines. We uh, migrated to Sydney, Australia at, when I was six years old, and I just saw them really hustle and grind to where they're where they are today. And you know, there is this stigma where you're OFW or maybe family from overseas out of the Philippines, they already consider you well off or you're rich because you're in a you know a rich country. But I saw my parents, you know, the way that they started. We lived in somebody's laundry room in Australia, you know, at the back of their house. That was, that was our first home. And I just saw my parents pray the rosary every night. I saw them work hard, even at the age of six. I felt their eagerness just to make it, you know. And fast forward, you know, I was introduced to sport because my dad, um, you know, just thought that, you know, as his oldest daughter, he wants, he wanted me to um, learn all the values and, um, you know, just being independent and responsible and just loving sport because it's also, you know, health and wellness. And I guess to not distract me from distractions and uh, true <laughs> enough, it helped. Um, it really taught me a lot about life. Um, the game of tennis was introduced to me after many sports because my dad really tried to find a sport to, to, for, for my brother and I to love. Um, it started off with karate and then swimming. Uh, obviously, I wasn't a water baby. So <laughs> introduced me to a tennis racket and a tennis ball. And then I fell in love with that. I played tennis for about 18 years of my life in Australia. And the pageant world was in, even not in my bucket list. Uh, my aunt, who is my mom's uh, younger sister, actually represented the Philippines also in the Miss Universe pageant in 1984. So it was in our, I guess, in our family tree, but it was never something, oh, I want to be like her. When the opportunity was placed in my lap, because my dad was, uh, you know, he was really, um, he was, he was, into the Filipino community. He was very active. And every year in, the, in Australia, they get together during the Queen's birthday, the long weekend, and there's a Filipino fiesta. And so my dad was part of his um, provincial association, which is Agoman Kapampangan. And they would have uh, stalls, cultural presentations, different stages. And at the end of the, the, that day, the main event was the pageant, the pageant. So it was a Miss Philippines Australia. And in 1998, I was still, you know, playing. I was in the peak of my career, my junior career. And it was my uncle's 50th birthday during that year. And so I, I got dressed up a little bit because I was very tomboyish. You know, you'd never see me wearing makeup nor wearing heels or even a dress like how you see me now. And at the party, the titas, you know, the aunties saw me. They're like, who's that girl? You know, because I'm, um, I'm a taller, you know, con you know, considering like 
Asians and Filipinos uh, not as tall as me. So they were like, oh, she is our next candidate. And so my dad is very strict. He's a strict Catholic Filipino dad, typical. And every Sunday I would always be told, no skirts above your knee, you know, like that typical. So for, oh, him, yeah. to, for him to be cornered by these aunties and said, Mafe's next, he couldn't say anything. <laughs> he couldn't say anything from me. Not he's not gonna, he's gonna <laughs> argue with the titas. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> the thing was with the pageant, of course, is giving back. So their association always had scholars here in the Philippines in Tarlac, um, to be exact, Tarlac City. And so he knew there was a give back. So when the aunties cornered him, my parents sat me down and asked me, there's an opportunity for you here. We're going to support you. And I was just a little bit surprised and shocked that my dad was like, oh, because I know in a pageant, you have to wear a swimsuit on stage. So I was just like, oh, you're going to allow me to wear a swimsuit on stage. So we're talking about skirts above, you know, below the knee. And then all of a sudden we graduate the swimsuit. So basically their explanation to me is, you will be an ambassador for others. You will help raise funds to help your fellow Filipinos. I was already sold. I mean, I was the type of person that um, I was a go-getter. I experienced things if they're, they're for the good. And I guess I just have to thank my parents for also allowing me to experience Australian lifestyle or the Australian personality. Because if you meet Aussies, we're very laid back. Um, we'll talk to you for days, even if I've just met you at the bar or, you know, at, anyway, in the park. It, uh, so when I said yes, my parents were like, okay, let's do this. So my aunt from the Philippines even flew to Australia to support me, brought me gowns from amazing uh, designers from here, uh, Jan Garcia, um, who actually my daughter, my only daughter, when she turned one, he also made a dress for her. So, you know, it just, it goes like in circle. And I'm just so grateful for all the people that supported. Um, Renessa Lude, who was my auntie's mentor, also um, allowed me to wear some of her gowns during that time. And um, there was two titles that you can win. So one was Miss Charity Queen, which um, the, the girl that raised the most funds, which is what my dad's association is known for. So every year they would always win that crown. And wow. the other crown was Miss Philippines Australia. And so fast forward, I guess I really loved what I was doing and I bagged both crowns. And my, my dad's association was truly proud that they all came home with me to the Philippines because um, what being a title holder, you go to the Philippines and actually meet the organizations, the orphanage, um, even the home for the elders. Uh, and also the scholars. So I'm the one really handing over the check and the funds that we raise. And the whole team flew with me and normally they don't do that. So my mom came with me and that was an amazing experience. And I think coming back to the Philippines and feeling the, the hearts of the Filipinos and just seeing, um, you know, abandoned children and especially the, the grandmas and the grandpas, the lolas and lolos, I don't know if it was a signal or a sign from God that this is your calling. If you can pursue a bigger crown for you to be able to speak to decision makers and make an impact, perhaps even build more foundations or raise more money just to help out, then I get the chills every time I talk about this because it was really hard for me. It was a challenge because I was 
comfortable, right? I was comfortable in Sydney and having this opportunity and having people to support me, I really sat in front of the Opera House, Des and the Harbour Bridge and said, do I leave you guys? You guys are so beautiful. But just that through that meditation, I just felt like my life in Sydney needed more. I needed more, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And yeah, I have to admit it was a challenge because I was comfortable. I even had a relationship back then, but I, I figured if I do not do this, I might have regrets. I might, you know, the what ifs. And my parents were all for it. The only thing that they wanted me to do was finish my education, which was something that, you know, we even signed a mini contract. Like I said, oh, I'm going to finish college. I'm going to represent the Philippines. I really manifested all that. Like I had this mm -hmm. mini contract with my mom. I even showed my daughter and they were just like, oh my gosh. Because it happened. Yeah. Right? It's big. But it wasn't, it wasn't all pretty. I mean, my journey was difficult. And that's why I am here now really voicing out and really, uh, you know, guiding women mm -hmm. or, and even men on, you know, what to do, what not to do, um, things that you can enhance or, you know, even the meditation. Like, gosh, I wish I knew that when I was playing tennis because I had a tempo. <laughs> You know, my, my dad would see the, the tennis rackets flying and I'm just like, oh crap, it's a $200 racket. Like, you know, and he's like, yeah, I want to work hard for that. So I get all that. And that's the reason why I really give back now. And yeah. the, the list of things that you're sharing is because for me, being a mother too, you know, I just want to be that leader for my children, that actions do speak louder than words. And you need to just really empower yourself so that you can empower others even more, you know? Yeah. And again, going back, coming from humble beginnings, I also want to teach my kids that it's okay to start from scratch because that only means that you work harder and you know, yeah. you know what it feels like to have nothing. So yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's how, yes, yeah, so that's how we, uh, the pageant uh, journey really even enhanced even more is, I was blessed to represent the Philippines. And again, that's another chapter of my life where I transitioned from the comfort to coming out here in 2002. And mind you, there was no Viber WhatsApp and all the Zoom and Skype, you know? I Technology. Spent, yeah, I really spent all my money on buying load and um, credit for the phone and just paying my overseas call because I would cry every day telling my mom, what am I doing here? I mean, it was, <laughs> oh my it, was God. A, it was a culture shock. I understood the Tagalog, but my accent made me an outsider. My mm -hmm. looks and the way I dress made me an outsider, which I accepted, mm -hmm. you know? And so I, re I really just surrounded myself with my family and learned the language even more. I'm very fluent now. Um, though I am again, going back to my parents, I'm great, very grateful for them to speak Tagalog to me while we were living in Australia. So I can understand I'm not you right. know, clueless <laughs> where people go yeah. saying things to me and I'm just like, huh? So that's one thing that I also encourage if you have a native language and especially if you're pursuing something, you know, in the long run or any, I mean, it's always nice to know another language, right? Yes, Apart from absolutely. English. So, mm -hmm. It also broadens your horizon and just makes you very um, welcoming to other cultures. Absolutely, so, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. so many learnings. Go ahead. There's so so many things, and and you know, I'm sitting here going, okay, <laughs> you. That was the time that you just got into pageantry, and not yes. only did you do that, 
but you won. <laughs> and then this whole journey started where yes. you took on something even greater than what you anticipated right. because it was representing our beautiful country. So if people didn't know, I'm a fellow Filipina yeah. and, um, and I know, you know, and I know the pressures yeah. of growing up and I, I had a strict father, Catholic and all of those things. So whatever it is that you commit to, mm -hmm. our parents are very supportive, but they yes. want us to see it through mm -hmm. with a commitment and a dedication if you're, yeah. if you're actually going to follow through. So, um, well, yeah, cause one of the things that I was going to ask you was just, you know, what are some of the biggest lessons that you mm -hmm. learned? from doing that, that you right. take forward today. And you started to talk about that mm -hmm. as you think about um, how you want to educate the world and mm -hmm. also your ki your kids who are all yes. different ages. What's what's the yes. ages of your of your kids? Because <laughs> I, I know you've got little to big. Yeah. Um, okay, so my eldest son is 21. Yeah. After him is 19. And then after him is 16. And then my daughter is 12. And then after my daughter is two more little babies, five and one year old. Yes. yes six. <laughs> yes. Amazing. So that's the reason why I keep striving, you know, because I know that there's so many possibilities in the world and I just want my children to also strive for that. Um, you know, we only have one life. We only have, you know, uh, several chances at um, grabbing these opportunities. And for me, it's always just grab it, grab it, try it. Because if you don't try it, you'll never have an experience or a story to tell, even though it, if it doesn't work, right? It's still something that you can share with someone that you yeah. are inspiring. So no risk or no sacrifice is... Um, how you call it, not worth it. It is always worth it because somebody's always watching and listening to you. Mm -hmm. One of the kind of questions I just thought of in thinking about, because when you know when people watch a pageant, right? Mm -hmm. We see today we turn on like, let's say Miss Universe, yes. you know, if you're here in America, those, those are the ones we see or Miss World and we see the mm -hmm. different countries. We see the glamorous parts right. of it, right? Like the, <laughs> the beautiful dresses yeah. and like you said, the, the bikinis and mm -hmm. sometimes there's talent and you ask questions. What are the behind the scenes things right. that we don't see that are difficult that maybe you mm -hmm. can share to help people understand that it's it's a probably a lot more than what we're thinking it is. It's yeah. not just, you know, I look beautiful. You know, yeah. it's more than that, right? <laughs> well, it's very cutthroat now, um, especially here in the Philippines. Um, thankful for all the girls that have really paved the way for, you know, the other girls that are joining because they become the inspiration. Um, the behind the scenes, I mean, my experience is it's very tiring. We're considered, well, to me, just knowing and experiencing it, it's an advantage that you're an athlete because you understand that you have to be very independent. You have to be very responsible for your own actions, your things, your, the way you look, because you always have to be perfect in other people's eyes, you know, to be able to get that crown. And I'm not saying that, you know, um, everybody has to be like, spot on with the way they look, the way they speak, but you need to have preparation before that. If you're not prepared, if you're there just to, you know, have fun. And it's, this is something that will always stick in my mind. And I think I just spoke about it just the other day too, is that my um, pageant director here, Stella Arneta, will always tell the girls when they go to compete um, internationally is that, are you a player 
or are you there going on vacation? Because you need to determine that now. Meaning, are you a player? Meaning, are you there to win? Or are you there to really stand out? You know, do you have your tactics? Same as athletes, you know, they train many hours. They research or they watch video, you know, and this is something I encourage the most is that you have to keep watching the previous women that have really made it successful, you know, how they walk, how they pose, how they present themselves. For me, mm-hmm. now there's so many resources, even you, you are an inspiration as, you know, as a speaker, as a host, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I always tell the men and women that I, I mentor now, watch many, pod, uh, watch and listen podcasts. You know, there's so many great speakers there. There's so many great topics. You always want to have something to share. You're not just mm-hmm. a pretty canvas. You're not just like a model walking on a runway, you know? Yeah. The pageant world or the scene, just because you don't win, it doesn't mean you're not a winner. Because that's the time when you become an official candidate. You have respect from decision makers, from business owners, from you know people that have foundations. You never know. You might not win, but they remembered you because of your character. You know the mm-hmm. way that you um, treated other people, because it's also word of mouth. And and that's another wow. thing behind the scenes that I would really. Um, share is that in front of the camera don't be somebody else when you're not you know when you're behind the camera because people can see through you and people talk you have to treat everybody with respect from the hairdresser from the makeup artists from the designers from the assistants because they're also the eyes and ears of the of the people choosing that one girl that will represent them so that's that's very crucial to know because the, the audience, the viewers will see, you know, the finishing product and then they will be shocked. Oh, how come she didn't make it? Because she didn't have a great attitude and people knew that, yeah. you know, and, and that's something that I really am very transparent with when I mentor girls, you know, have mm-hmm. integrity, be the same woman or man that you are in front of me or in front of your yeah. assistant, because if you're not that way, Slowly but surely, people will notice. They will know oh, yeah. who the true you yeah. is. And that's yeah. another thing I have to thank my parents, being an Aussie, what you see is what you get with me. Like if we yeah. talk offline, we're, we're gonna have the same conversation. You know, and that's yeah. something I'm, I'm like, out of all the lists that you said, that's one thing I'm very proud of is that every person I meet, they will have the same thing to say about me. And that's mm-hmm. hard to have, right? I've had negative feedback said about me and you know people gossip and, and things like that and the people that really know me laugh at them it's like no nah, yeah. he's not like that you know and that's yeah. something for me i don't care about the walls or the crowns that's one thing that i value the most is that your integrity integrity yeah exactly and vulnerability what do you say to the the woman the young lady yes. that is they see this kind of opportunity and Mm -hmm. say, wow, this is really amazing. Um, But like you mentioned, it can feel cutthroat. They're not the only person. How does somebody build up their confidence to know that they're capable of doing something this big? Mm -hmm. Like a pageant or or a show. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be this, but something like being on stage and Mm -hmm. feeling like there could be competition, but confident enough to do it anyways, regardless of whether you win something in Mm -hmm. the end. I did mention this earlier, you know, um, 
for one, we all have the fire in us. It's the way that we create our habits. And earlier I did mention to you, I wish I knew meditation a long time ago, but there's a reason why I know it now and I know it well. Um, it's all about the mindset, right? If you want to pursue your goals, you have to make sure you believe in yourself, right? The mindset can be your biggest inspiration and your biggest um, downfall. And I, I just read recently is that how you change your mindset is when you're nervous, you know, that's, um, it's a signal that you are already foreseeing everything that can go wrong, right? So I would change that nervousness to excitement because at the end of the day, it's an experience, right? If you're well prepared, if you've researched, if you've worked out and made sure your body is in tip top shape, then you're ready. But if you're not prepared, just like, you know, when you do a speech or you do an exam, if you don't study for it, of course, you're not going to feel confident about yourself. But right. if you put in the hours and they talk, you know, people, again, going back to athletes, they talk about 10,000 hours. As soon as we're born, we're instilled with a wonderful support group, our parents, you know, teachers, they're already instilling confidence in you. It's up to you to absorb that. Right. Yeah. And it's up to you also to be responsible enough to initiate more learnings. So for the young ones out there, yeah, whether you want to be a gamer, whether you want to be an athlete, whether you want to go to the pageant world, find those people that have paved the way for you already. What made it work for them? And how can you yeah. be that better person than that person that you're looking up to? Because it's all about yeah. that. You know, like for me, I always tell my uh, participants or the people I mentor, be better than me. I'm telling you already a shortcut, but be better than me. Go get your gym hours, go eat healthy, go and um, listen to more podcasts, do more meditation. So when you're there, when it's game time, it's like you're meant to be there. It was already natural for you. It's nothing different, you know? And yeah. I know there's some people that are going to think like, how, how do I start? Well, you're listening to me now, right? <laughs> this is the beginning. <laughs> and exactly. It's up to you to now take the action. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing, right? It's taking the step and knowing that it's not going to be perfect. Yes. But if you have that diligence and you have that commitment, mm -hmm. then you will get better and better with the, that's the reason why they say 10,000 hours. They don't yes. just say five or 10, right? Exactly. It's multiple zeros attached yes. to that. Yes. Um, you know, but, but speaking of that progress, one of the things I was so excited to ask you about too is how you started your consultancy. Mm -hmm. So how to, how, what led you to this space where you get to do such yeah. a wide variety mm -hmm. of, uh, of different things, everything from marketing to PR to right. events and talent management? Where did that dream yeah, get launched? So the reason why I even thought of the idea is because as also, you know, part of the entertainment business and just being in the pageant world, I also had a lot of roadblocks. I also had a lot of experiences where I didn't know how to negotiate. I didn't, I lost, um, you know, opportunities because I just didn't know how to speak to people. Right. And so I made sure that I could support creatives. I could support people with passions. Because at the end of the day, when you're a creative, you're, you're, you're so busy uh, you know, enhancing your skills and your craft. 
that the business side, the accounting, the the negotiating and the the contracts, you don't think of that. You kind of just, oh yeah, I'll do it. Sometimes you do it for free, you know? So having said that, and just learning through my journey, I said, I want to protect these people. I want to empower also those that have such a big dream, but don't know where to start. So the talent management came first, actually, because there was a lot of people just, and I would just see um, people being taken advantage of, especially young girls. And that's for me, that's a no-no, you know? So I kind of took them under my wing and said, okay, I'm a mother. So first and foremost, I don't need a child, another kid in my, in my um, environment. So I need you to level up. Let me know your wish list. Let's work together. And the, when there's an audition, you go, you do your best. I shouldn't have to hold your hand and go with you to auditions. And it just built from there, you know, just having that tough love and the maternal instinct also at the same time, I was able to, you know, really guide individuals to pursue their dreams, um, pursue entrepreneurship also, because at the end of the day, we just have to really give in to life is that, yes, we're going to get older and wiser. We're going to build our capacity and our intelligence, but sometimes, you know, our body does not flow with us. So you right. have to have a plan A because the, the modeling scene is not plan A, you know, not unless you become a designer or, or whatnot, a director, you know, that's the long-term career. I'm not saying that models cannot model till they're old, but at the end of the day, you have to be realistic. You know, that's why for me, I went also through the route of mentorship because I wanted to guide the youth, especially. Okay, business first, guys. Yes, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, you're at the peak of your game in the modeling scene. But you know, there's always another new person. Just like, again, going back to the, the athletic world, there's always a rookie. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. young and, and, and faster and just has this amazing metabolism. They just can eat whatever they want and they won't gain weight. Yeah. You know? so, I wish. <laughs> yeah, right. So there, it, it's more of how can you be um, setting your goals in, you know, in a realistic and, and smart way. So the company now has really uh, built itself to where we were doing events. Now it's all a lot of online events just like this. We'll do online production shows and uh, publicity to individuals and companies that need that brand awareness. And it's been, it's been fun because I've, I've really met a lot of great people you know, that's turned into family. And um, we, we spoke about uh, ones earlier with Jen and Romeo, you know, I'm yeah. so grateful for everyone because I'm learning from them too. I think in this yeah. field and then just at the same time, I was very intentional on really working hard for this business because my, as you can see, my, my children became multiple. So I wanted to have time with them and yeah. they're all creatives too. So this company, was even, you know, I was, the fire was even lit more because it, it's for them. They're the ones that will take over. So my eldest son is actually my creative head. You know, he is a photographer, he's a, he's a journalist, um, he's about to co graduate from college. So he's actually already has so many hours in the business meeting even, um, you know, people with, with power, taking their photos and being published in the newspaper. Um, being at the, the, 
the um, basketball games, being an official photographer for one of the professional basketball teams in, in the PBA and also like fashion shows. So his portfolio has really grown. And then Mike, my 19 year old is a musician and he's a music teacher. So, you know, it just trickles down to the young ones where um, Moses, my 16 year old is a graphic artist, video editor. Wow. So, you know, this, this business was really meant for them. And my daughter who's 12 writes emails. She sits in in our meetings and just reports. Yeah, just, I've got a whole like oh production corporation. And then I also have my podcast and that's where I, I have added the two little ones where at the end of the podcast, they're like the voiceover, you know, the five-year-old just says, thank you for, thank you for watching in love with me series. And then at the end, the, the baby, we caught his laugh. So don't worry, you'll see that because I'll invite you as a guest too. Oh, my <laughs> so heart is just melting <laughs> yeah. because, it's, you know, uh, one of the things, I mean, it, it just radiates from you is this sense of ambition of yeah. giving back to the world in an amazing way because you're absolutely right um, in terms of business. And I think that's a big a big stressor for a lot of folks starting out is all of the components and pieces that are required in order to be successful. But the other dimension of it is how you can bring your family into it. And in some ways, make it a family business where people get to ex exude their own personal strengths mm -hmm. and talents and skills. So then then, you've, then there's the sports academy. <laughs> well, like I said, I was a tennis player. So that was also yeah. part of my, um, my first love. And I'm also a tennis coach now. So I'm coaching all age groups. And my amazing better half, uh, you know, I was talking about the basketball here in the Philippines. Um, Nick Velasco uh, is a professional basketball player, legend now. Um, he was playing here in the Philippines for 18 years. He also did coaching for two years. And so we're both um, you know, loving the skill set and just the uh, everything we've learned from playing sport. And actually, my husband started the academy and said, "Hey, let's build it just like IMG. I believe in in the US, uh, just to help also the Filipinos level up the skills. You know, um, it's different." Um, training that I had in Australia. He also experienced different training in America, though we're leveling up here in the Philippines. But again, we just wanted to also um, encourage the ones that are not so athletic to play sport, even if it's just, you know, yeah. just for fun. And yeah, and then the, the academy also translated in, in my kids also become uh, they were they're also coaches there and so we had this amazing partnership with one of the schools here with uh, children with special needs and so we coached them and um, i just my heart melted because i just saw my children mature you know um it's just a given sometimes you know even uh, adults they they do not know how to deal with people uh, people with special needs or just people that don't look the norm you know, mm -hmm. so I would always surround my family on always giving back. I mean, another thing that we we have been doing also is um, we're very close to the Philippine School of the Blind. And so we spend a lot of time with the children there. And that's another way for, for me being intentional on introducing my children to other kids who are happy. But maybe they don't they, they don't look like you, but they're they're still humans. You know, and it's just 
made me so proud because they have met good friends, you know, with with uh, the children there. And now my my children are initiating their own give backs. Um, yeah. So going back to the pageant world, um, during this time, the pandemic, I decided to launch with Kumu. Uh, online pageant, which was we launched Miss Kumu Global, and we have a winner there um, just this past May. Uh, I think June 1 was our, our pageant night. And then currently ongoing is Mr. Kumu Global. And this is a challenge for me because it's my first time directing a male pageant. And our beneficiary is uh, Best Buddies Philippines. So it is with uh, uh, supporting the special needs um, you know, group. And my eldest son, Nico, has actually been volunteering with Best Buddies for over a year now. That's why I decided to partner with them for, for this pageant. And it's just so amazing to just share giving back to others because now the 15 amazing men who has, is part of this online pageant from all over the world, mind you. We've got wow. one in Greece. We have one in Spain. We have one in Australia. Um, we have a few here in the Philippines. And we have another one in Oman. And it just, you know, it warms my heart to know that we can still unite having online platforms. And here, I mean, I don't know if we were gonna, we were meant to meet, but obviously we are, right? And thank you to the technology these days, you're just able to just connect to everyone um, and give back. And that's why my family and I actually built this campaign already, uh, even before the pandemic, which is um, just to also associate the, social media negativity we turn it into a positive thing is that hashtag save lives online because every yeah. time you post something every time you speak online or everything everything that you mention even on um, all the platforms like i said earlier every someone's watching someone's listening someone will be affected so how do you want to affect them right and so with the online pageants i shared that um, campaign with them and now the pageant is the, the hashtag is save lives online and That's i just love huge. i just love hearing it from the other candidates because i'm just like wow you know that was just wrong and that it's global yes yes so i challenge everyone please when That's you right. are about to post something think about someone you care about you know yeah. i know we're human. There are days that we're, we have off days. Maybe you just don't touch your phone when you have that time. Do a digital detox if you need yes, to. <laughs> yes, please do, because you just don't know who's watching. And mm -hmm. I have received that kind of feedback already. You know, when I started putting my faith on my social media, I touch hearts. You know, strangers will, will message me saying, thank you for that. You don't know how you, how you saved my life today. I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nurse, but we all can be that powerful. Absolutely. The power of one person seeing something that yeah. changes the trajectory of their entire day yes. because they listen to your words for even just a few minutes. Yeah. So, you know, with obviously you've got a busy schedule between being a mom, running a business, and uh, being a mentor and a coach, um, also being a leader in these organizations that you've partnered with. Uh, how do you juggle it all? Like what, yes. what helped you to keep it all together and gives you the energy to wake up and do it all over again every day? <laughs> Well, I went to the circus and I learned how to juggle. I'm just kidding. Um, well, 
you just really have to be intentional of your time. I mean, for me, I really can say now before because I would say yes to everything. I was just that type of person. And it became, I guess, little by little, it was getting toxic. And you have to be courageous enough to just say, hey, sorry, family first. Or hey, um, sorry, I have to you know, have some time out. And whoever you're speaking to, if they respect you, they'll respect your wishes. You know, they'll understand also. But if they don't, then maybe it's not meant to be. You know, yeah. um, I have really looked into ways to provide time for my family. Like Sundays is non-negotiable. That's family day for me. Though yeah. there are times that I have to give in a little bit because I have also clients from the US <laughs> and it's still Saturday for you guys on Sunday. <laughs> but then again, you know, once I get to know them, then I'm able to share. By the way, on Sundays, Philippine time, it's my day off, <laughs> kind of. Mm -hmm. But of course, you have to daily already have your own daily habits. You know, if you are done at five, be done. Let mm -hmm. everybody know I'm out. You know, I can do whatever you need for me to do tomorrow or just get the work done earlier. Um, yeah. Actually, there's one thing that I just read recently and I don't know if my team's listening. I might get excited. Um, there was a businesswoman in Australia that actually started a three-day weekend in Australia with her business. And uh, how she saw the, the transition, her employees or her team actually became more productive, knowing that they will have a three-day weekend. You know, oh yeah, so, it's something yeah. to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. So I'm leading into that, but I also have to do my own research too because I, you know, I have to um, also make my team understand. Hey, we're global, we're international. <laughs> you know, we can't always have a vacation. But <laughs> at the end of it, you know, I, I lead by example too. That's why I also uh, keep elevating my life coaching skills and just understanding other people's tools in their toolkit so that I can possibly mm -hmm. use it for myself. And I'm just grateful for my life coach who I've known has become family to me for over eight years because she too has, you know, given me those um, empowerment uh, skill set to understand, okay, when you train people or when you mentor people as a life coach, we tend to absorb. So she has taught me um, skills to cleanse and also mm -hmm. to just heal the other person who I'm speaking to at the same time. And that's one something that I don't know if, if you've learned this already, but it's just a holistic way of um, healing. It's Ho'oponopono. It's a Hawaiian um, spiritual, uh, you know, um, beautiful prayer. And it's, it, I mean, I'll teach you. It's just pretty much words we say often. Mm -hmm. And when you're speaking to someone, or even you, if you're feeling a little bit off, you just chant these words in your mind, or even out loud if you're by yourself. And all it is is, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. That's it. That's yeah. It. And every time you say those words, don't you feel like a, a boost of energy, of positivity? So when you put them all wow. together and you just chant it, mm -hmm. it's it's... It's superpowers. <laughs> you know, it's, I, it's so great because I grew up dancing hula and Tahitian because my whole family is from Hawaii. And yeah. the chants that I had to learn were a lot harder than that. <laughs> so that 
I can do. I yes. mean, that is perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh. How funny. My, so my husband cute. actually, which part of Hawaii? Because my, my husband's family on, on, I think his dad's side is from Lahaina. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So Lahaina, they're from Maui. So uh, my family is from Oahu. Mm. So like Wahiwa, and uh, now a lot of them live in um, Mililani, which mm -hmm. is kind of the more modern, you know, part of yes. the island. But yeah, my, my mom went to high school there. Oh. Um, Lelehua High School and Mililani High School. I have a lot of family. Um, so most of them are still um, over there. Yes. Um, but then people have spread out to between yes. like Nevada, like Las Vegas, mm -hmm. and then also ca California too. So mm -hmm. just uh, tropical people just yes. uh, spreading out. <laughs> um, but speaking of life coaching, Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that I loved reading about you is about some of your mottos. Mm -hmm. And so you say the world is yours and time plus productivity equals success. Yeah. And so I wanted to ask you more about what those mottos mean to you and how you encourage other people to to live by them. Yes. So I'll start with the time because I learned that when I was 12. Um, I, I don't know. I guess I was just really into inspiring and motivation and you know people that have paved the way and I read that in a book um, at that young age and I just used it I would always write it everywhere and then when it came down to even Miss World I used that answer um, what translates in that formula and it's the formula of life just like earlier we were talking about uh, you know actions and just take pursuing your goals so if you read it, it's time plus productivity equals success. So without, if you're missing one of those words, you're not going to be successful. And it could be as easy as brushing your teeth. I always use this example because, you know, some, some people oh, do that, do that later or whatever. But if you don't put in the time, right, and you don't take care of your, your teeth, you just never know who you're going to speak to. You never know who you're going to meet right and even just being presentable in a picture you know people always will always notice your teeth and so if it's not taken care of that can translate to your whole self well she doesn't take care of her teeth she must not be a a great worker she not she must not be organized you know what i mean it gets deeper and right. that's just simple as uh, brushing your teeth and this is a habit that every human does no matter what mm -hmm. age you are right and so yeah. with me i always challenge everyone that time plus productivity equals success is everything that you do in your life you know if you don't put in the time and you don't put in the the hard work or the being independent enough to learn more you're not going to be successful in whatever you you're saying that you want to do yeah right so I even agree. eating healthy you're going to keep telling yourself, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to do this and do that. But you're just going to sit there and, and just talk about it. You have to put in the time and time is of the essence because it does take time for you to get better. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen when you just speak. There's no genie in the bottle next to you that grants wishes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wish there was. <laughs> I know. Of course. I love that show. You know, I would be like, Mom, where is she at? You know? Right. Grab the genie bottle. <laughs> but basically, this is something that I just want to share with everyone. I love 
quotes and you know inspirations like this. That's why Romeo and I get along because he teaches me a lot of that too. And then the world. And his part, thing is his <laughs> thing is it's time, right? Yeah, it's, it's time, time. <laughs> exactly. So you just have to again put your foot down because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, the biggest critic is us. The person that you look at in the mirror is the only person that will help you, that will support you. Des and I can tell you so many things, so many exciting things that we've done, mm -hmm. but we're not you. We're not in your shoes. We understand mm -hmm. your shoes, but we cannot pick you up. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. with the world is yours, basically I just you know integrated, of course, my experience as um, experiencing the Miss World uh, pageant, uh, you know, just all the, the amazing things that I was able to um, gain from there. I'm putting that in everybody's plate that the world is yours. Just go grab it. You know what I mean? It's waiting for you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that's all my my campaign. So I can just take it. It, take it and just absorb it and just know that if you can feel what I feel, you will not stop. You will just yeah. keep going. You will just want to meet every single person on earth. You just want to learn everything. Of course, there's limitations. <laughs> that's why now I really just seek professionals. And that's the reason also why I, I put up Mafia Management is so that I can learn. I can learn from the photographers. I can learn from the filmmakers. I can learn from the chefs or the other models. Then that's, that's me being intentional. Yeah. And it's and and the fact that it's a journey that's yes. constant. The mm -hmm. learning is is all the time. And so speaking of learning, one of the things that I like to do in my show is have people learn more about you. You know, I'm I'm a really big advocate for uh everyone leaning into the beauty and the uniqueness of the individuals that we are. You know, mm -hmm. you were you were made beautiful and whole in your way, just like I was and everyone else was. And I think we should all embrace that. So I have a few questions for people yes. to get to know you a little better. So uh, my first question is, what are three words mm -hmm. that best describe you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of something funny. <laughs> what my husband would say. Um, well, one is integrity, and another one is faith, because I love my faith and family, because mm -hmm. everything oh, I do is, is for my family. And oh, it's funny, okay, now that, that you tell me three things, it, this is actually my husband and I's motto is it truth, love, uh, truth, faith, love. Because trusting each other or knowing the truth is important. And that's when, you know, the faith comes also and the love follows. Because if you don't trust yourself, you won't love what you're doing. You won't love yourself, right? And yeah. for me, of course, that's our marriage uh, uh, commitment to each other is that trust. We have to trust mm -hmm. ourselves no matter what. Trust our beliefs, trust our goals. Otherwise, it's not, um, it's not gonna work. You know, mm -hmm. you're always gonna bang bang heads same goes yeah. with your goals if you don't trust yourself enough to learn to to grow then you know i don't know i don't know what to do with you right because yeah. it has to start with you i can tell you to wear to. this i can tell you to make your hair like this or you know think like this but if you don't trust yourself if you don't want it then how can you break that wall down yeah so that's, that's that is huge
Oh, I love that. That's so good and powerful. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay, my, my next question for you is, what is something that you're working on improving? I'm always working on myself. Um, being a better, you know, a woman for me, being a better mom for my kids daily, being a better wife, um, being a better daughter, sister, and of course, you know, a mentor to others. Because uh, I believe that there is no, I mean, earlier I did talk about being perfect, but that's, of course, pursuing your goals. But as humans, our imperfections make us perfect. So in a way, I do accept that I don't know everything because every day is a possibility to learn something new. And even my five-year-old, I even uh, train him. Learn something new today and tell me about it. Let's talk about it. You know, and I learned it from him. Yeah. And it's, it's just really surprising when you open up to everyone and everything. Because mm -hmm. when you feel like you know everything, then you, you put a block on the things that are actually in front of you that want, want to level you up or want to support you. Yeah, yeah, that is so true. Okay, what about a self-limiting belief that mm -hmm. you used to have that you've had to overcome in your life? Mm, that's a good one. Like I said, you know, as an Aussie, I was kind of like laid back and not worried. Actually, my husband always tells me, well, it's like you're not worried. You're never worried. You're never stressed. I'm like, trust me, I am. But I think it'd be the level to or to the situation I am today is just being a mom. You know, and before my mom would always tell me, oh, wait to become a mother. You're going to understand why I'm always stressed and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Now, <laughs> I'm a mother. I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> where are they? You know, what are they going to do? So that might be something um, that would be uh, now. I, I truly believe that I have to be a stronger woman and trusting the process mm -hmm. because oh, at the yeah. end of the day, I also left home. And I know my, that, you know, broke my mom's heart, but at the same time, she let me go and grow. And I'm actually in that transition now. So, yes, <laughs> trusting yeah. the process yeah. and having faith. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a journey too, right? Okay, what, what about, um, tell me, what is one thing that you want to see changed in the world? Uh, I just, I want to see more kindness. You know, I, I want to see people respect each other. You know, yeah. I think we, we have to be the model for that. We have to be the inspiration for that because at the end of the day, yes, everybody has problems. You know, we all have them, but it doesn't mean you take it out on the person that did not cause that problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, it's easy to do that, right? Yes. Actually, yeah. the challenge that I, that I give myself is I play a game each day on how many people I make smile. <laughs> That's a game I play each day. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> so even like walking through, you know, just walking and I see mm -hmm. someone. Um, I want to change that stigma, stigma uh, especially in the Philippines. Sometimes, you know, people, um, they don't acknowledge each other. So I want to change that. I'm just like, hey, how are you? You know, and have no choice but to re reply, even though they don't know me. You might think, oh, yeah. this crazy woman. But, but I have good intentions. <laughs> I, I just, you know, you just don't know what people are going through. And if you could be that just 
small spark of joy for them that day, mm -hmm. yeah. it is going to add up. So that's a domino effect that I want to challenge everyone. It's just even if in your own household, you know, make the people in your home smile. Even if it's just like, let me see your teeth. Do this for a second. <laughs> Did you brush them? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's 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 these things that you just have to find to build the positive mindset. Because yeah. again, like I said, I'm not in the medical field, but I understand mindset. You know, I understand for me. I know I'm a work in progress and the things that I'm learning, it's working on me. You know, I had challenges throughout my life. I've had people not like me or even bully me, but at the end of the day, I'm still going to be kind. You know, I'm not going to let that hurt burden what's the opportunities or the, the other people that I'm going to meet who's going to empower me. Right. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I can get deeper. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's, that's, I mean, it is beautiful. And, and, and just imagine if we all did a little bit more of that, you yeah. know, in our day to go out of our way to make somebody smile, what a difference it would make. I think yes. it would be huge. Um, okay. What is one of the best pieces of advice that you've ever been given? Go for it. Simple as that. You know, I, I think, the best advice is someone that you care about tell you, pursue it, experience it. And that was my mom, you know, when I came back to the Philippines and I, I shared with you that it was difficult. Like there were times that I wanted to give up. I wanted to go back home. Uh, my mom said in Tagalog, meaning you're there already. Just experience it and always remember you can always come home. So for me, that gave me you know, like I, I really looked around for, with my, my fellow candidates because not everybody has that opportunity or has that mm -hmm. backup plan. So why am I complaining? Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I went for it. And here I am now, you know, I never looked back. Yeah. And oh, yeah. You'll never know if you don't try. Exactly. Right. It will always be something that you just wonder about if you don't give it a give it yes. a shot. And so I think I think that's, a, you know, a few short words that go a very long way. Mm -hmm. So I, I appreciate you sharing that. Mafe, is there any events or programs or mm -hmm. things that people can look out for um, from you that you want to share with us? Yes. Well, thank you, Des. Uh, you know, I'm truly grateful and honored to be part of your amazing platform. Um, basically, I have ongoing workshops for well-being boosts, and that's something that's very close to my heart. I do one-on-ones and also uh, group sessions, so you can just reach out to me if you would like to feel um, better or to help you level up. Um, mm -hmm. I do encourage also leaders because you are the ones that people are looking up to. So if you need that extra guidance or just that cheerleader, you know, I really mm -hmm. recommend the Wellbeing Boost program. Um, at the same time, I also do personal development coaching. So again, same, you know, for all age groups, whether you're in the passion world, you're a businesswoman or you're a student, um, basically I am here for you and know that you will learn more on how to be happier with your life. That's amazing. You know? Yes. Yeah. What's the best way for people to follow? Yes. To follow. Uh, well, you, you can, I mean, the easiest way, just uh, go to my Instagram page. It's Mafe B. So M-A-F-A-E-B. 
and you'll find me there. I'm very active there. I'm also on LinkedIn. So it's Mafe Yunan Velasco. And uh, you'll find all my contacts there. And trust me, you'll get an instant response, just like Des knows that. I am very quick mm -hmm. on replying. And if I don't reply, just know that I will reply. And of course, you know, please tune in or download Kumu and mm -hmm. uh, support Kumu Global Pageants and also, also Australia Kumu. And there is Kumu USA for the ones in USA. So you can also tune in in their programming. And um, also the Miss World Philippines is going to happen in August 8th. We just extended it due to uh, what's happening right now. It's actually supposed to be this Sunday, but um, the 45 women are amazing and it's a different type of experience for them because it's during the pandemic so they do need the words of encouragement and support so if you can just go to miss world phil on instagram and just you know like all their photos i'm sure that it's going to put a smile on their faces and i just want to share with everyone you know create those habits that will be uh, amazing and um and a, an amazing business coach shared with me is that your habits create your future. So make sure that you start positive habits or continue if you're already doing that because time plus productivity equals success. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's so true. Everything you're saying, and I just appreciate it. Uh, you know, I appreciate your time, just you taking the time to share your wisdom, your knowledge, your experiences. There's, you know, many people at different stages of their journey. And I think that's the beauty of life, right? Mm -hmm. Is that through that, like you said, even when there's trepidation or fear, mm -hmm. you can turn that and channel that into excitement yes. about possibilities and the future future and know that it's the bumps in the road mm -hmm. that make it more beautiful because mm -hmm. it's what you learn that makes experience. And so I'm just so honored that you're taking part of your Saturday morning. Oh my gosh. To We're saving lives. <laughs> share your, exactly. And so, you know, we have the, the hashtag that you talked about hashtag save lives online. Mm -hmm. I think that's such a great message. You know, it's everything we put out there is looked at, whether it's one person, a hundred people, a thousand people, and you have the ability to make such a difference with that positivity. So that's, thank you for, for sharing that. Thank it's you. been such an honor to yeah. have you on the show, Mafe. I appreciate you. you so much. Well, um, to many I more collaborations. To, I, I'm looking that's forward right. to it. And I, I have to admit, I'm very embarrassed, but I'll, you know, this is, this is a vulnerable time and I can yes, say no. this because now we've bonded and everything yeah. is that as a, as a Filipino, mm -hmm. a Filipina woman whose father was born in the Philippines, yes. I've not been to the Philippines. Oh, well, it was just meant to be, you know, now then you come. I'm here for you and I will tool you and we're gonna eat, we're going to drink, we're just gonna enjoy each other's company. So don't okay. worry. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's, it, makes, it pains me to say that, but I, I'm putting it in the universe as a, yes, as a calling, <laughs> as a manifestation, like you were talking about, that when you man wanna manifest something, you gotta yes. say it and, yep. and make it real. So that's, yes. that's on the list of things. Yes. That's on the list of things. We're gonna check that off, don't worry. Don't <laughs> you check worry. it off, we have yes. time, we have time. <laughs> 
So yes, uh, there, so more to come. Follow Mafe. I'll make sure that all those links that she described are in the show notes so that you can follow her. I'm honored and I'm so blessed to have you in our presence today. Thank you, Mafe. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Mafe Yunen Belasco. What an incredible interview. I am so jazzed and energetic and enthusiastic about meeting a fellow Filipina entrepreneur who is doing amazing things globally. Mind blown, incredibly inspired, so grateful to have her on the show. Uh, so fascinating also to just learn about what it's like to be a little bit behind the scenes in the pageant industry. I just think that's such a fascinating uh, experience for anybody to go through and to have that firsthand. Her share, that was super cool. So a couple of things that really stood out to me. There were many things, but if I had to pick a few, mindset, intentionality, and habits are three of the things that Mafei talked about that I think are huge. Mindset is the foundation for everything. I love that saying that life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it, right? And that so much comes from how we train our minds to have perseverance, to have what Mafei talked about, trust in ourselves, trust in the process, belief and confidence in our ability to accomplish great things. If we put our mind to it, if we commit to it, we put in those hours, like in pageantry, she talked about those 10,000 hours that can be applied to all the things that we want to be great in life. You don't just spend five minutes or five hours perfecting something that's your craft. You put in countless hours until you become great at something. And it all starts with the way you talk to yourself and condition yourself to wake up every day and persevere. And I love that she talked about meditation. That's another really great thing to add to your toolbox if it's something that you haven't explored already. There are apps like Calm, Headspace, things of that nature that you can explore if you want to just get started with a little dose of meditation in your life. Intentionality. We all only have 24 hours in the day. And if you're not intentional with your time, you can fail very quickly at getting accomplished or accomplishing the things that you really want to. Maffei does, as you heard, a smorgasbord of things from running a business, being a mom, being a spouse, being a mentor, giving back to charity, and uh, so much more. And the way that she does it is with intention carving out specific time to do the things that need to get done and having that relentless focus. And so intentionality is so incredibly important. And then habits, the habits that we form are what drives our mindset, right? And so think about those habits and ask yourself, are you forming or executing habits that are healthy that are helping you to excel and get to the next level of where you want to in your life? Or are you having uh, some habits right now that aren't so great, that are holding you back, that are keeping you from being the best version of yourself? So I really, truly hope that you learned 
something from this wonderful episode with Mafei and absolutely follow her for the inspiration, but also for two other things fashion and fun. So the cool part about following uh, that that pageant world, and, and she talked about the Miss World Philippines and uh, is just the amazing fashion. So that's always uh, great. And then the fun, you know, the, the energy that she brings to the world is so beautiful and so radiant. And so I think she's also uh, inspirational, but also a very fun person to follow because she'll just give you that burst of energy. So thank you so much as always. It means the world to me for you to tune in every week to a new episode and give me your feedback and your love. I appreciate it so much. If this episode inspired you, pay it forward and share this episode with somebody who needs to hear it. You just click that little share button and it will give you the link that pops up and you could text it to someone or email it to somebody, uh, send it in their messenger on their social media and let them enjoy learning something new from such an incredibly accomplished woman. Tune in again next week for another inspiring story of an unbreakable spirit and remember... You are your only limit, so take action today. Thanks for listening to the Born Unbreakable podcast.